RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to a new episode of You're Not Wrong Podcast. My name is Elizabeth. I'm the millennial. I'm Nicole, and I'm a Gen Xer. And um, today begins the Halloween season. Ooh. And I think it's the one thing that we can agree on for sure is that we both love Halloween. My first, my number one holiday. Yeah, same. Um, so we're, I think we're going to be doing Halloween content through October, which really? we're really excited. Oh, I, you told me that like three times already. Yeah. But I okay. Still I was like, it, it's still sinking in. Like, wow. Okay. I was like, <laughs> are we doing a bit? <laughs> Elizabeth is the uh, program manager here. Yeah. Executive decision. <laughs> um, and today we're going to do a little bit something different. We're going to talk hmm. about two things that I think are a little nostalgic for both of us. So I'm going to be talking about Don't Look Under the Bed, the classic 1999 decom movie classic from 1999 1999 disney channel original movie (laughs) i'm ignoring both of you i don't know if you could call something from 1999 a classic and what what do you (laughs) it is a classic vintage it's been like it's been over 20 years I don't know if that's called a classic. It is. Okay, I'm going to let is. it go. Yeah. And, what, and what are you, what do you got this week? I'm talking about a true classic, which is oh, the, okay. uh, the, it is The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, which aired on CBS back in 1968. And. It's boring as hell. Was the longest, hold on, <laughs> the longest, the show that was aired every year. It's been the one that's been done the most. That sounded crazy, but you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's the longest running annual show in okay. TV history. Well, before we get into it, how has your week been? My week's been great. I can't complain. Really? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure some other some crazy stuff happened, but overall, it's been a pretty good week. I'm like, I'm taking a day or some some days off next week for some me time. So I'm looking forward to that. That's good. I know. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. So my week's good. How about yours? What you been doing, young lady? <sighs> I made a huge mistake last night. Uh oh. I don't know if you can see. This is not going where that sounds like it's gonna go. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. You're tired. How tired? Yeah, you look a little, uh, a little worn. I decided to start the Conjuring Universe movies from Which the beginning. Aren't really in order, but okay. no. But you you can watch them in chronological order. Okay. So that's what I'm yeah. doing, similar to how Marvel people do. Yeah. Um, and then I just kept doing it. You did. And then I didn't stop. <gasps> and then I couldn't sleep last night because Yo. I was. Every time I fell asleep or I tried to fall asleep, just the, the sight of Annabelle. You had to be scared last night. I was yeah. really scared. Are you even watching? Are you also, wait, Insidious is not a Conjuring movie. No. I keep forgetting that. I don't think it is, no. But it's, some people like put it in the universe for some reason. Oh, well, I started with The Nun and then yeah. Annabelle. And then I tried, or actually it was Annabelle Creation. Yeah. And then I tried to get Annabelle, but I couldn't find it. So then instead I watched Host. I don't know that one. Is that in the universe? Is it no, is? no, 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 oh, no. Okay, so this was just another horror movie because apparently <laughs> I was like. You wanted to just not sleep a ap- wink. Yeah, apparently I was and like. And be like almost on the verge of going to your parents' house. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's summon a demon tonight. Like, why not? Um, yeah, and it was good. But now I'm exhausted. exhausted I went yo. to bed at a normal time thinking oh, it'll be fine. And then I was like, well. 
Let me watch like one fun video. Okay. To get out of it. Mm-hmm. Watch some Jenna Marbles, mm-hmm. you know, show class, friend of the show. And then um, I was like, well, you know, it's still kind of early, I guess. I could read a book since I don't want to turn off the lights. You were scared. <laughs> you were so scared. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. So well, I'm very tired. You did it to yourself. I know. And I don't regret it, but I do. Yeah. The nun. The Nun is probably the least scary of them all. Yeah, and Annabelle Creation wasn't so scary. It's not that bad. The second one is scarier. But it, I think it I was... I mean, although that was... The second one is the first one that came right, out. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I think the combination of all three horror movies at too much, once... Too much. At night, too alone, much, too much, too was much. just too much. Yeah, you've got some... You need to sage your house. <laughs> for real, bro. That shit right there. Yeah, no, something's much. coming after me for sure. Um... So, yeah. So, like, I have never heard of this thing you're talking yeah, about under so the bed. In the spirit of <laughs> Halloween movies, I think that's probably what, what got me last night. So I was like, let me get in the field. Let me go back. Back to the beginning of where the Do you know that love song? of horror started. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I got one like that. Yeah. OK. That's a Hillary Duff song. I oh, think no, you I missed the reference, but that's OK. So don't look under the bed. Like I said. Classic 1999 release on Disney Channel original movie. So you know that Disney Channel used to do like their own movies, right? Vaguely. Yeah. So there was like Disney movies, Mm -hmm. which were the ones that were released in like the theater. Yeah. And then there were Disney Channel original movies. They did their own like, okay, yeah. Like the Lifetime movie version of Disney movies. And so this one, like I said, 1999, it was directed by Kenneth Johnson, who's like a real director. What else has he done? Um, He did like Alien Nation and I think like the (laughs) V-series. It is the only the second movie to be released on Disney Channel to be PG. Oh. So it's bad. Uh-oh. That's so scary. Basically, the movie goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a family and like weird things are happening in the house. Mm-hmm. So it's like a sister and a brother and her par- and the parents, right? Mm-hmm. And just lots of weird things are happening. The alarm clocks are getting set wrong. Things are turning up where they shouldn't be. Altergeistish. Frances is the girl. She goes to school. She's the main girl. Mm -hmm. Things are turning up where they're not supposed to be. There's graffiti places and everything's kind of leading back to her. And Mm. it's making her seem like she's the one who's like pulling these pranks and doing this uh, vandalism. Oh, no, she's being framed. Exactly. Oh, I hate stuff like that. But you don't know by who. I hate when a person in the movie is like, it's really not me. So then you find out. She discovers Larry Houdini. <laughs> what is this, a doll? Only she can see Larry Houdini. Oh, and he shit. is a very charming black guy <laughs> who is following her around. I know that was scary for parents back in the day. <laughs> and she was a little cute little white girl, too, so it was probably extra scary. <laughs> they did that on purpose. So, yeah, he's showing up everywhere. He's doing all this crazy stuff. And for, like, half the movie, all the adults are making it out like she is crazy. <gasps> Like, at one point, they pull in a therapist. Like, it actually gets really dark for kids' movies. I remember being really scared. And eventually, her and Larry figure out Larry is her little brother's imaginary friend. He crossed over. Well, no. The reason that Larry (laughs) is haunting her is because her brother can't see him anymore. He's getting too mature. Yes. and And now Larry is turning into a boogeyman. So it's oh, kind of shit. like, imagine 
teen like a Amer- teen wolf you yeah. know yeah, no, how no. there's like that transformation he gets yeah. claws yeah, and yeah that's what's happening to larry he's getting scary he's getting like claws his eyes change color his like ears start in his face like they keep adding prosthetics so his face gets weirder um and then you find out the reason that her little brother does not believe in larry anymore mm-hmm. is because francis told him that imaginary friends are fake oh, and not Lordy, for adults it's her fault so then the boogeyman now He's they're out for her. her now they're out for her yeah they end up stealing her brother he gets kidnapped goes to boogie land <laughs> which is under the bed so francis and larry houdini have to team up go under the bed and save the brother the brother from the boogeyman and the boogeyman so there's like one overarching boogeyman and you find out this person is the one who's been framing her all over town like causing all these issues framing her all over town. <laughs> that's exactly what happened <laughs> okay but the boogeyman it should not be this sophisticated all he does is literally like scares you like boo no this boogeyman was like poltergeisty he was doing things and he only speaks in rhyme which for some reason as a child was extra scary that's kind of like got some kind of um that's some uh, a thing right there's some sort of like what is the word for it it's a trope in scary stuff of speaking in rhyme and i think it comes from like a real story from the dark times or like like fairy tales or something yeah not even fairy tales more like mythology or something if i popped in here start talking in rhymes it's like a devil thing yeah and yeah. i just started talking in rhymes uh-huh. and like doing crazy <laughs> shit yeah i would you should be scared Rhyming of me can be creepy sometimes yes is the point i'm trying to make so everything he did was in rhyme he's the one who's been, or this person i should say yeah has been framing her so her and larry go down under the bed they save the brother you find out plot twist what the boogeyman not a boogeyman a boogie person it's no gender the reason that the boogeyman was framing francis was because that boogeyman was her imaginary friend that He's she let go one? her name is zoe and she was the original imaginary yeah, friend turning into disney <laughs> no i mean this 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 movie was like i mean when you when you hear what i'm describing there's like layers to this yeah it's a little too scary to me it's getting dark for disney mainly because of like the framing and the therapy and the craziness yeah because yeah, you like, don't know if she's going nuts yeah like i mean you're watching the movie from her perspective so yeah. you don't think she is yeah i don't think as a kid you would but everyone else around i mean her parents argue at one point about like getting her now legitimate like medical help family apart yeah, yeah this exactly is a kid's worst nightmare right exactly here. then the kid the brother gets kidnapped she has to go under the bed it's a whole it's a whole thing so yeah, it haunted How my dream. How old were you when you watched this? So it came out in 99. I would have been six. Oh, you watched this when you were that little? I probably was like six, <laughs> six to eight. And I was terrified. There, I still will not look under the bed. Really? Yeah. If I have stairs that lead up to my bedroom so I can kind of see under the bed. From, you don't look under the bed at I'll, night? I'll look under it from like the stairs where I can see and I don't have to creep under i used to do every time i went to a hotel i would like literally look under the bed as soon Uh -uh. as i got there but now you know what they've done they They put the thing it off that's even creepier anyway sorry go well no so the movie ends with you know her and her brother realizing that yeah you have to grow up but you can still 
be a little bit of a kid and you can still be scared sometimes and it's okay because everyone's even adults are scared Heck yeah which is a good lesson well what happened to the boogeyman so they go off um because their kids believe in them again they like go off and like they're okay um <laughs> but it was also like i think one of the first decom movies with a swirl oh they were interracial because Larry Houdini and Francis got together. They they shared a little kiss at the end. Who is the who is the writer of this? I don't know. I could this tell you. This person is probably was probably like I'm gonna push the limits. I think so. On Disney, yeah, in a lot of ways. Because this is probably the last time they did that. Weird that you should say that. Why? So Disney Channel after this movie aired was like flooded with complaints from parents about how scary it was. Now, whether that had to do with the boogeyman- Scary for a lot of reasons. Or, or something else. A black man was taking your daughter under the bed <laughs> and leaving. Or your 14-year-old daughter. Right. Um, this is scaring these people on a whole nother level. But they said the movie was too dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, oh, and sorry. they stopped airing it. You're lying to me. No. Censorship. They stopped airing. So the movie, like I said, 99, it aired until 06. And then because every time they would air it, it would be October, like now, yeah. for like the, the horror yeah. stuff. It was one of their few horror movies. Yeah. They uh, don't have much else. No, no. It's like Halloween Town this and like maybe one yeah, or two other ones. we watched Halloween Town last year. Oh, like I love Halloween Town. Halloween that didn't happen. Yeah. I got one of those. I have like a big projector, like a... 11 foot tall projector and you put it on i put it in the back I love and that on movie. the back porch and all my son's friends came over and watched it it that's was good fun one. that's a good one yeah it was fun but it's not scary this one is this I one will freak you scary. out that um, one sounds scarier though no this one is no this it, watch it when you're eight and then you're scared of your bed this is why you like scary stuff so and that <laughs> exactly um so they took off the movie and then they didn't make a horror movie after that Never again. They made like a, a couple sequels to the Halloween Town trilogies, mm -hmm. and then that yeah, was it. So people wrote in that much complaining. Yeah, every year, every year it would air. People would just flood. And to me, like honestly, uh, now so I watched like uh, fast forward a version of the mm -hmm. movie, like highlights of the mm -hmm. movie, and I was like, yeah, these are all still things I'm scared of. Really, growing up. Potentially having a mental illness yes, that makes me see framed. people <laughs> being framed That's for the a one crime. that scares me the most. <laughs> Someone being under my bed. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so this is like the this is the beginning, I think, of where scary movies for me the love of that came it from. It into your psyche. Yeah. Oh, I always I always remember remember Larry when he's like growing into like a full boogeyman. Let me find him. Was he him. concerned about turning bad? Yes, when oh, he that's sweet. so when okay. he starts turning, he's also scared because yeah. he's like, oh, this is like a disease that boogeymen or that imaginary friends they get. Turn bad. So then I'm they also dealing. Yeah, and I'm also dealing with the idea that I might get a disease and die, like Larry. <laughs> or maybe you'll have an imaginary friend that turns into a boogeyman. Like I never had an imaginary friend. Didn't. Did you? Um, I don't think so. And my son didn't either, but we have people in our family that have. I know I know one of our uh younger relatives that did have one. It was a real he it was real for him. Really? He eventually got rid of it, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it just depends on the kid. Um, he looks scary. That's just mid transformation. 
He looks scary. That's yeah. That's yeah. They made him a little too scary now. <laughs> this like is ta- this is when he's getting full, full on. Yeah, he looks like a ghoul. Yeah, but the actual boogeyman was just as bad. This was the actual boogeyman who ends up being Zoe, a girl. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, this is too. This is very creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. So uh, that's that's that. I think is a good example. Of a movie that you should put on for your kids when it's Halloween. Get them scared. Get them thinking about true crime. About what they need to do to always have an alibi. Okay? <laughs> Remember, if you start seeing things. Tell somebody keep it to or yourself. don't tell <laughs> <laughs> Do not tell anyone. So this is not like a mental health like thing where you're educating them on what to do if you start seeing things. This is how to survive, okay? (laughs) Keep that shit to yourself. (laughs) Always have a friend with you. A real one. Don't trust your, don't trust authority. (laughs) Definitely don't do that. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's weird. I mean, I definitely started out probably too young watching scary movies. I think my first one was Poltergeist, actually. So that was definitely not something that like a seven-year-old should be watching. But, you know, I also had like these really wholesome Halloween traditions for me. So one of them was watching the Great Pumpkin, Charlie <laughs> Brown. Uh, can I tell you that I like hate this movie? I don't understand how anybody can hate this movie. It's so boring. Okay, so first of all, like it was a different time. If I may, I just I briefly took okay. you on a tail <laughs> with so many layers. <laughs> We're crossing biracial boundaries. You are, you are. We're talking mental illness. We're going into different dimensions. We're looking out for our younger siblings. Yeah. We're questioning authority. Like yeah. that's what we're doing. I know. And you're worried about a pumpkin? We were just hanging out, walking around back and forth, back and forth, huh? That's right. all we were doing. That's all like, That's literally what me and my friends would do sometimes outside. <laughs> we had nothing. We literally like, let's play with this stick. Let's play. Make, <laughs> let's make houses out of pine needles. This is the kind of stuff what? I did. As I a didn't kid. realize you grew up in like the Great Depression <laughs> I era. Did, I did. <laughs> That's the sad part. It was the eighties and nineties. It was its own depression in its own way. But so I mean, the Great Pumpkin to me, like when it came on, it meant it was like spooky season. You know what I mean? Like fall was not really a thing because fall. I mean, fall in Virginia is like it's just fall. Like it's nice. It's fall, right? Okay, it's cold. But Halloween didn't really start until I saw this show. And it came on like towards like a week before Halloween. It would come on like ABC or CBS. Now that I have researched it, it was CBS. And so we knew it had been coming on for years and years and years. But I think as a kid, I didn't know that. I thought maybe it was new. <laughs> well, you have to remember like Charlie Brown was a comic strip. Right. No, I, I used to strip. read them. Yeah. Right. And then it went into TV. But I always thought these things were made in like the 80s. And I you know what? What? He annoyed me then. You don't like? In print. I don't know what it is about that guy. You're just a new type of person. He, uh, he, he it's not him. He's, he's nice. It's what happens to him. <laughs> but anyway, the great pumpkin for I mean, who doesn't know what this movie is about? But um, it is about basically every year a the great pumpkin guy is supposed to rise out of the pumpkin patch and fly around 
town giving kids candy and toys. I'm, Who does this sound like? I'm missing the spooky part. Who does this sound like? It's Santa Claus. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, if folks don't know, you know, Schultz, the creator of Peanuts, had had this really big success with making uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, which, do you like that? No, I'm telling you. You don't like any Charlie Brown? No. This I'm not here problem. for it. I don't want him near me. This is craziness. This is this is what's wrong with you. I don't like the dirty guy. It's a girl. I don't like the guy. No, it's not a guy. Is it? You're right. It's Pigpen. That's a guy. I yeah. don't like the one who can't um, kick a football. That's Charlie Brown. Lucy takes the ball from I the front of him. I don't like the girl who moves the ball from him. Lucy. You should like her. I don't like that <laughs> kid with that blanket. <laughs> oh, no. Don't I hate all these things. I don't like how the teacher... The, rah, rah, that, rah, that's funny. Annoys the shit out so of me. Hilarious. Is it? Yes. It's it's simple. It's, oh my god. It's simple. It's Do not simple, attack. But Do it not has attack. a lot. It has a lot of meaning. See, so so this is the thing. What you've just described is very literal. It's very literal things. Charlie Brown had a lot of undercover messages that I do think are missing from today, but let me finish with my facts because I, this is interesting to me. So Schultz had all this success with the Charlie Brown Christmas. So they were like, we need another blockbuster. That's what they actually told him. We need a a blockbuster. So he was like, all right. They took a gamble on making a special about Halloween because at the time, most networks did not recognize Halloween as a holiday to like celebrate this is back in the 60s yeah this was before like capitalism commercialization exactly (laughs) they were just like uh we don't celebrate that that's like demon stuff right Right. and then commercialism took over and made it friendly Mm -hmm. and i think this movie had a lot to do with it as well i could believe that yeah so he thought it was um he schultz although he made charlie brown christmas never liked santa he didn't like the idea of Santa. A man after my own heart. I, I agree with that too, yeah. right? I'm not into Santa. So he, because he felt like there were certainly kids across the country who were not getting toys, especially during this time period. And he felt yeah. like Santa was, a, you know, it was, it would make certain kids sad. And so. That's very like, that's very, everyone gets a trophy of him in a way Mm, like i I don't disagree with him i think he's right but at the same time like but hmm. he's the absolute not everybody gets a trophy charlie brown was was the antithesis of everybody gets a trophy i'm just saying being concerned about people well i think it was because he was poor i think charles schultz was poor and i think growing up and i think maybe that you know permeated through his work but anyway that was just a thing so the premise of it is that the great pumpkin guy comes once a year on halloween night he rises out of the pumpkin patch flies through the air and gives these kids toys (laughs) and candy and so the only one of the charlie brown folks who care enough is linus that's the kid with the blanket no that's the kid with the piano oh yeah that's right yeah so he normally is the one who is the most intellectual yeah I like he's fine with me yeah i have no problem he's usually like the most solid one of everybody he's a voice of reason but this one thing is what he really believes in and he doesn't care that they ridicule him and like tell him this guy does not exist every year he waits in that pumpkin patch and he's <laughs> always like you guys you've got to be here for this this is going to be amazing uh, so there's a scene in the movie <laughs> It makes me, it's it's very sweet to me, but it there's a scene in the movie where people like one by one come by and just like 
ridicule him. Like, I think Lucy comes by and is like calling him dumb and like saying, yeah. don't embarrass me. Like, you're believing in this thing that's stupid. Charlie Brown even comes into the patch and is like, Linus, you cannot do this. Like, why are you doing this? You look crazy. <laughs> Snoopy even laughs at him. I like your voices for these people better than <laughs> I have something to tell you about their voices, too, which you may already know. But the only person who sort of was riding with him was Sally, who was Charlie Brown's sister. And she always had a crush on him. Right. Yeah. So she was the only one that was like, I'll be with you. And then Charlie Brown is like, don't bring my sister down with this crap. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so this also feels like a, this is a, this is a story in and of itself. It is. It is. It is. And so everyone tried to talk Linus out of believing in the Great Pumpkin. Um, but he refuses. And so, you know, the movie is literally I think it's only like 20 minutes long. Mm -hmm. It's another reason why I like the Peanuts movies. I think that was smart of them. But um he spends the Halloween night in the pumpkin patch. So before all this, the whole movie is really just about like them ridiculing him. You do see them talking about their Halloween costumes, which are all basic like sheets with mm -hmm. holes in them. Yeah. And I think Charlie Brown's has like a bunch of holes. I don't know why. And there's like a witch, right? Mm -hmm. They're all basic costumes. And um, they go trick or treating. They laugh. They play. They go to school typical Peanuts movie. Culmination is Linus is in the pumpkin patch on Halloween night and he spends the night out there, which is another thing that I love about the Peanuts movie because the parents are not around. They're like, just go outside, which is what people <laughs> need to do more of. I know like I have issues with that, but I'm starting to believe in that more. Gotcha. Okay. So he spends the night and nothing happens. And the next day, he's like, you know, well, that night, he's like, why is he forsaking me? Why is the right. great pumpkin not here? I don't know what I did wrong. And the next morning, he's like, you know what? He's hanging out with Charlie Brown. And he's like, um, you know what? It didn't happen for me this year. But next year, it will. <laughs> I will not let this belief go. It's going to happen for me. And I will be there next year <laughs> to try again. And... um. I like that. Wait, that's the end of it? Yeah. Oh shit. That's the end. <laughs> the him and him and Charlie Brown are literally like hanging out the next morning. And Charlie Brown's complaining because I don't know if you know this about the movie, but he got all rocks. Oh, in his yeah, trick or treat yeah. bag instead of candy because he has the worst luck in the world. Yeah, and I hate that guy. Why do you hate <laughs> Charlie Brown? He's done nothing. He's so annoying. He got all rocks. So him and and, the, and Linus are just like just forlorn the next morning. Like this was the worst Halloween ever. And Linus says, "I don't care. I'm gonna do it again next year. And I don't care what you guys say." So, uh, I think that. There's a lot of things about it. I love the music. It soothes me. It's very soothing to <laughs> okay. me. I like Peanuts music. And I like that it wasn't about anything like this special effect or this like crazy plot twist. It was just literally about this one kid who believed in this thing that his, that his, his friends teased him about. But he stuck to it. So about the actors, you know, all of them were kids, the voices. Oh, um, except I might have known that. I didn't know that. Yeah, all of them were voices, ex were kids, except Snoopy. And one of the funny things was that um, the girl who did, oh, uh, which one was it? Uh, Sally. 
Sally was um the girl who liked Linus and, and Charlie Brown's sister. Okay. She she was um she had ta- they had recorded the whole thing up until the end and like her mom called them and said she's about to lose a tooth. And Charles Schultz was so worried because if she lost the tooth then she would sound differently for the mm-hmm. rest of the recording. And so they had to sort of like race her there <laughs> to get her to record the rest of it. And at the end of it, she just like pulls the tooth out after oh, wow. she records the whole thing. Yes, yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. The, the show had like 49% share of viewers when it aired, which at that time was like half the country. Well, everyone likes Charlie Brown, except, except me, apparently. I, I really need to understand how do I you really... not like this movie? I just, it's so boring. Is it boring? Yeah. Why is it boring? Did you hear what you just described? They go yes, about their it's day. Basic. They come by and they, I, you know what I think it is? What? I don't like friends who are going to sell you out like that. Well, how were they uh-uh. selling him out? Calling him dumb like that? Mm-mm. Okay, let me stop you right there. Because uh-huh. this is my point about this No, movie. we ride or die. Let me tell you what my <laughs> point is about this movie. This is what it is. This show actually is what I think you and your whole generation here we go needed to see and 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 endure I mean, I saw it and and endure it kids playing outside siblings rivalries like your sibling being very mean to you which i'm sure you guys can relate to being bullied and your friends telling you something is dumb <laughs> if your friends can't tell you something is dumb nobody can i mean they can but it would be really shitty if Why? i had a belief like that and they were like but they believe it was dumb can you not hear somebody say that's dumb and you still do it that's just so mean is it really if you were like yeah i'm jewish and i was like no this is not <laughs> no don't go there <laughs> No, no, no. That's not a good example. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you're describing. This wasn't his religion. It was just something he believed in. I mean, he was waiting for, like, someone who doesn't exist to show up from the sky. So, like, <laughs> potentially, said the Catholic. That, I was about to say, that's not the, I don't think that's the Jewish one. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess maybe I didn't watch it early enough. Maybe I was too, yeah, maybe I was too old. Maybe, I don't know. Well, I think it just annoys me. I think maybe you guys took over because or your sort of clan of people who feel this way about this movie took over because last year they did not air The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. In fact, they did not air any of the Peanuts movies because they have now moved all to Apple and they stream them for free, but they are no longer showed on network television. And so I that makes me sad. Well, that's not that's a business decision, not like a censorship. But I think the I think the ratings had started to drop. Well, and that's more even that like people don't watch live TV anymore. Yeah, but I also think there's not enough of us that will keep it going. I think mm. you you know yes, I mean everything you're saying is true. The tide has changed. The, yeah, the way people consume content has changed. Mm-hmm. But just in general, it's a shift. We're you know it's gone. That's something that like I watched every year. I actually watched it with my son every year, and then it's like okay, this is not the thing anymore. Although I thought it was the best thing ever when I was a kid, um, and I just it it just shows a change in in society. But there are some overall themes in this that I think people would be better off if they paid attention to. I really do. And so 
The bottom line is that Charlie Brown taught kids how to be disappointed and keep it moving. And this is what we need more of. Yeah, you know, that is interesting because like when you when you when you finished, I was like, is that all? Because I really That's thought it. that the pumpkin was going to show up. He did not. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. I really thought this pumpkin was coming. No, like it's kind of sad. Yeah. But that's okay. That's the thing. Nothing ends sad anymore. Yeah. When's the last time you watched something that was for kids that ended sad? Um, well, to be fair to mm -hmm. content now, I don't watch too much new kid stuff. True. That's true. So I can't say, but I honestly could not tell you right now. I think Disney, I mean, I, the, a lot of the shows that I've watched with my son, there are sad parts in it. You know, Disney will kill a parent. Oh, Disney does. They, no, you cannot a be a Disney protagonist unless one of your parents is dead. Exactly. If not both. But they usually wrap it up nicely at the end. And I think Charlie Brown's stuff sort of just was in the middle of just more like regular life. Like there's not a lot of highs. There's not a lot of dupe, super, super duper lows. It's just like. We're going to be right here in the middle with shit. And <laughs> I think that's why I probably found it so boring. <laughs> yes, that's probably why. And also, yeah, like the Disney thing is kind of crazy because I definitely remember being like six and thinking, man, I want to go on an adventure. I wish I only had one parent. No, <laughs> no you did not. You never Man, said that. If I was an orphan. You never. <laughs> Orphans got go the on, best life on Disney. Yeah, I could go on tons of adventures. I agree. So, yeah, that's my that's my one that I want to talk about this week. It sort of starts the season for me. And um and and then I just go from there. So I get when will you put it on? It's scarier and scarier. Because that's not scary. You said it's spooky season. It's not scary it's at not, all. But I mean, this is my segue into what I'm into. Trust me, it gets way darker. Even as a kid. Okay. But this one was in there too. Like you had to watch this and then I would watch Poltergeist. I feel like you end with this so that you can go to bed. No. This, as explained by no, my previous story. I watched story. this with like my mom and then like when my friends and I would stay up till like two o'clock in the morning, we would watch Poltergeist and then be screaming and then my mom would be like, <laughs> shut up. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Scaring ourselves to death. So oh. yeah, that's, that's what it was about for me. All right. Yeah. And maybe I'll give it another chance. I don't know. I don't probably know. You not. probably won't. And that's okay. Well, it's only 20 minutes. Yeah. It's so real short. Yeah. It's real short. So I'll watch it like we'll watch it the week before th uh, Thanksgiving, the week before Halloween, like just one night. We'll be like, all right, let's watch the peanuts tonight. Yeah, that's doable. Yeah. Just just to put something on. Okay. What else? Well, I think, you know, uh, this show's called You're Not Wrong. Is it? Oh, were you not aware? Oh, okay. More programming things that I don't tell you, I guess. <laughs> I just show up. <laughs> Clearly. And talk. <laughs> um, and yet somehow your stories are always Thanks. much more fully faceted than mine. Um, I'm just, I'm very tired today. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think uh, let's do, if we could do something a little different. What's that? Tell me something. That either you're like you're not wrong about mm -hmm. that we all are, and I'll give you one because mm. as you've been talking, I've already come up with one that I think is gonna you you cannot say that I am not wrong. Ah, uh, we'll see. 
I don't know if you guys are wrong about this or not. I don't know what you think about it, but I'm going to tell you something that I think is wrong. Go ahead. From this week. Okay. What's wrong this week? And I actually just heard about this today. Um, The dollar store Mm -hmm. is talking about adding things to the shelves that are more than a dollar. Well, hold on. Let me stop you there. Why? Because every dollar store aficionado knows there is the dollar store, the dollar tree, and the dollar general. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the dollar tree. Okay. The true one. Okay. I was going to say. I know about a dollar tree. Because okay? the dollar general I know dollar general is not it. They, that stuff <laughs> is all. It's generally good. a dollar. Yeah, but no, it's like five and eight dollars. Yeah. I know about that one. And I know about dollar store, which doesn't even, I don't even. I don't know. I, I haven't seen one I think the last one I saw was in like. Ebor in yeah, an abandoned warehouse. I don't know where that thing yeah. is. But the Dollar Tree, the one I like, I go to the Dollar Tree whenever I can because mm-hmm. I like to buy candy from there. And I literally... <laughs> Weird flex. We're not. <laughs> hey, I am I am just like appalled that they have the nerves to talk about putting stuff on the shelves. It's going to be like $5 and $10. First of all, everything in there is like dusty mm. and from China. So why are we supposed to go there now if the stuff's not a dollar? Because they can't. We talked like three episodes ago about how they're literally handing out polos as you walk in. Like, can you please can work you, here? Will you they please can't work even here? find anybody they to work there. They cannot find anyone to work. They can't keep their doors open. That's the problem. I just I just don't feel like you are going to be able to keep your doors open doing that either. I don't know. I think the dollar store has a uh, an important the place in society. Tree. You're right. I'm sorry. The dollar tree has an important place in society, but also when I go to the dollar tree, mm-hmm. which I do as well, I get a lot of my seasonal decor there. Oh, okay. Cuz they sell like faux oh, yeah. like I'm, I'm skulls familiar. and you know, I'll p- mm-hmm. pick up some of that stuff for the only holiday that matters. Mm-hmm. Um and my mom's gonna listen to this and be like, "What the hell is going on with you? Like, Why? you need to pray more. You've got oh, demons I in know. the house. You need to talk about the great pumpkin." <laughs> like, yeah. Um, no, I'll go to church this Sunday. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think when you get the stuff there, it's actually really shitty. You th- oh yeah, oh, it's supposed to be it cost a dollar, <laughs> right? But that's what I'm saying. Like nobody's get- looking to get like. A freaking um, Neiman Marcus yeah, but, experience or no, product but, at the dollar tree. No, but if I go to the dollar store or the dollar tree and I buy a dollar's worth of napkins and it's five napkins, or I could spend two dollars at Walmart and get 40 napkins. I'm going to Walmart. Right. So, like, that's kind of my point is like some things just by like the bulk of it wholesale should be more than a dollar. So, I, I don't. You don't think it's wrong? It's hard because I think that it's false advertising that they call themselves the Dollar that Tree. Too. But no, I don't think it's wrong. I think some things can be more than because a lot of places they're they're in a food desert or something. So by increasing their prices, if they can get more supplies in there for people in needy communities. Sorry, I'm bringing a real th- I realistic. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to look at all the shit they already have in there and figure out what they can put a five dollar sticker on. And then they're going to go out of business. Exactly. Yeah. They're not going to bring like, oh, now they were charging more. Let's bring in a better quality product. That's not the point. That doesn't make you money. What's going to make you money is selling some of the stuff you already have in there for more than a dollar. I don't know. I don't like it. This, I can't. And I think it's wrong. I can't decide. I don't decide. know if that's what you meant by this, but I think it's wrong. Okay. Here's um, here's something I stand by. 
that okay. you, I think you'll probably disagree with, actually. Disagree? Uh, yeah, disagree with. Oh, okay. So, like I said, last night I watched this movie. It was called The Ho- uh, Host. Just mm-hmm. Host. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it at all? Maybe a little bit. I've been watching Midnight Mass on Netflix. I need to watch it's that. It's creepy. I just saw the most creepiest episode ever. Speaking of not being able to go to sleep, I was like, Uh-oh. Okay, I don't like well, this. But it's too my... late now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for giving me something to look forward to tomorrow All night. Right. <laughs> um, so, with Host, it's a real tight, scary film that I thought was really good. And I won't give away the ending or anything, but essentially... Is it like Asian? No. Okay. It's, uh, it's an indie film. It is only done through Zoom. And the oh re- I know, I, I know. It this. sounds really bad, but it's actually really good. And because it's like takes place during the pandemic. So they're talking about the pandemic and how they can't go see each other. And that's why they're, they're on friends. Zoom. Right. Okay. And they decide to do a seance. Oh, and yeah. as you can imagine, <laughs> things do not deserve. go well. Um, but you know what I really liked about this movie? Other than it was actually really good mm-hmm. and i don't really like that format so mm-hmm. to watch was all of it in zoom or did they yes. go do other scenes no and i don't really like that format but it worked oh for, my god no it's trust me it worked for this I, movie it I, really did i i did not think i was gonna like it but i did oof. but guess how long the movie was it better not be more than 45 minutes it was 55 minutes it was in and That's out long enough it was great now another movie that you and i watched that I would actually say <laughs> was worse um, was a movie called Malignant. <laughs> the movie we don't speak of. <laughs> now, do you want to guess the runtime on Malignant? Mm, I hope it wasn't longer than an hour and like 20 minutes. It was like two hours and 35 That's minutes. Way too long. Now, why is a movie like Malignant? Now, Malignant should have been an hour. Mm-hmm. At most, an hour 30. Mm-hmm. Okay, 90 minutes. 92 minutes. I think an hour is good. I think like 55 minutes movie. would have been more than fine, <laughs> just like hosts. So my th- this is what I don't think I'm wrong about. This okay. is what is wrong about everything. Yes. Not just this week, but forever. Uh-huh. Why does every movie have to be two and a half hours now? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, but there's a lot of movies that are like three hours now, I too. I'm not here for and it. four hours. I am not here for it. I actually am the type of person when I see a movie is more than an hour and a half, I go, fuck, I don't want to watch it. That's the ADHDification of society, though, at play. No, it's that there's no reason to drag out a movie like Malignant <laughs> an extra hour to get to... <laughs> Whatever Malignant was. <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree with you. Right. I'm right, right? Yeah, yeah. You I can say I, it. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. You're Thank not you. wrong. Thank you. You're not wrong. It, they wow. don't need to be that long. No. I mean, there's some that do. There's some that do. But you know what? I want an intermission. I used to like intermission. I'm I feel like over it. should come back, too. I am over it. The movies used to do that back in the day, you know? I need to stand up. Go out there. I need to use the bathroom. Walk around. I want to get more popcorn. Yeah. What the hell is the point of unlimited, like, refillable popcorn? Because you're going to have to miss some of the movie. And when I come out, I'm leaving more likely. Yeah. So, like, just nothing makes any sense. And why are we all okay with this? (laughs) I'm very passionate about this. Cut the shit. Cut the time. It doesn't, you don't need it. But wait, maybe there's a reason. This is me waiting for your reason. 
I mean, there's got to be a reason someone said the movie should probably be uh, two hours. It's got to be something psychologically that happens within two hours. This works better than an hour. I don't, I mean, you might be onto something, but I just can't see it. Because, you know, movies were doing fine for a very long time. They were. And they were all about 90 minutes. Yeah. When? Like in the... Back in the day. When? Back Our in the day. were always like two hours and 30 ba- minutes. Back before, in the day. Before... Oh, okay. <laughs> before me. It just feels like movies lately, like the, like I said, the Marvel movies, Marvel all these Marvel movies block, are super long. Pro, and then they make you sit there for these clips at... Marvel movies are actually too long. I'm going to give you that. I should not. In the time it takes me to do a small road trip to a different city, <laughs> I should not be watching this movie. You could get to Orlando very goodly, goodly. by the time I'm done watching Captain Marvel. There's Marvel movies that I could drive to Tallahassee. Damn. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I just wasted four hours of my life. I mean, there are also movies, though, that have been like three or four hours that actually were damn good. Yeah, but they're older. But to me, it's like what I find myself doing. And in this I brought up Malignant versus Host because, like I said, Malignant should have taken a page out of Host book and done that. Yeah, because I, I, like an hour, I looked at my phone and I was like, how much longer Is this do we be? have of this insanity? <laughs> and the answer was an hour and 35 minutes left. So we weren't even halfway. Ooh, and that's my thing painful. is when I start to get out. Like, you know, a movie's good when you don't even realize how long it is. Yes. Because, and that was kind of the, the case with hosts. Yes, it was quick, but also I was like, oh my God, that was so, f-. like, I didn't even realize an hour had gone by. Lost track of time. Because I just was so into it that I completely lost track of time. That's the best kind of movie. That's, half that's these, good writing and good directing and good everything. Right. Half of these movies, I'm still sitting, and you can say it's the ADHD or like the, whatever on your phone but i look you know i'm just sitting there like how much extra shit do i need to see right now <laughs> cut it out just literally cut out the fat just get me to the point uh, I, I i tend to agree with you i just don't know what our recourse is i don't know what we do about it i don't because there's still people making really fucking long movies for no reason. And the more that's going to be on at, like on demand at home, I Shorter. think people won't care. No, I think they'll get longer. Really? I can't. I feel like I'd rather watch a long movie at the theater. No, because then you can pause it and do what you need to do and come back. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence about the whole movie industry. If you need more than two and a half hours, make a TV series. No. Do not subject me to three hours of some bullshit. You guys are messing up everything. No, I'm over it. 90 minutes. I want in and I want out. All right. I'm going to go watch host maybe. I don't know. After my week at work, literally talking about a fucking movie that's over Zoom is a thing of nightmares (laughs) to me. But maybe at some point this weekend, I will have like had enough wine to sit down and do this to myself. Go somewhere in your house. Okay. Or even not that many places. Wherever. <laughs> Take out your laptop, watch it on your laptop. Oh. Because it will be even I more do immersive. Like that. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to watch something really scary, not be able to go to sleep and then go on the couch and watch it and then be even more scared of the thing from Midnight Mass. There you go. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Great plan. Is that the show? I think so. I think that's the show. Thank you for telling me I'm not wrong. I appreciated that. One of the few times. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate, review on Apple uh, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Um, and also make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the not wrong pod. And thank you to people who have responded on Instagram because we definitely will be taking some of those for this month's spooky, spooky content. So if you have ideas, let us know. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. See you next time or hear you next time or talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.